Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 17th of May. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1673 and we travel to Michigan in the United States where the missionary Jacques Marquette joined an expedition of Louis Joalet, a French-Canadian explorer. And they explored and mapped the Mississippi River. Departing from San Ignace, on May the 17th. It would be a journey that would take them thousands of miles into the North American interior. And they were able to confirm that it was possible to travel by water from the Great Lakes to the Gulf of Mexico, thereby initiating some of the first white settlements in the region. Louis Joalet met Father Marquette and they formed an unusual partnership. Joalet, born in Quebec, had been studying for the priesthood and also music, becoming a skilled harpsichordist and church organist. He was a French Jesuit missionary who had been sent to New France, as Canada was then called, dreaming of being a missionary since he was a child, a gifted linguist, he learned to speak fluently six different Native American dialects and became very interested in a great river that he'd heard about that the native people called Mississippi, which meant great river in the Algonquian language. The first European to make official note of the Mississippi River had been Hernando de Soto, the Spanish conquistador, 130 years earlier, when he had recorded its southern entrance in 1541. De Soto had named the river Rio del Espirito Santo, but had then focused his attention on the Yucatan and Nicaragua. Later in their epic voyage, Joalet and Marquette were the first to locate the Mississippi's upper reaches and travel most of its length. Departing from San Ignace today on May the 17th, 1673, with two canoes and five of voyageurs of French Indian ancestry, the group sailed to Green Bay. They then paddled upstream at Southwood on the Fox River, to a site known as Portage, Wisconsin. There they portaged a distance of slightly less than two miles through marsh and oak forest to the Wisconsin River. Portaging refers to the practice of carrying watercraft or cargo over land, either around an obstacle in a river or between two bodies of water. There were many rapids and cascades, and European explorers would have soon learnt from the Native Americans the best routes to carry their canoes over land to avoid river obstacles. These paths, where items had been regularly carried between bodies of water, would soon also be called a portage. And eventually important portages would be provided with canals, with locks, and even occasionally a portage railway. 
But the early portaging of Joilette and Marquette would have involved carrying the vessels and its constants across the portage in multiple trips. Small canoes would have been carried inverted over one's shoulders. Often the centre strut would be designed in the style of a yoke to facilitate this. Marquette's group would have employed tump lines on their heads to carry loads on their backs. And the Europeans eventually would build a trading post at that shortest convenient portage between the Great Lakes and the Mississippi River Basin. The Joilette Marquette expedition travelled down the Mississippi to within 400 miles of the Gulf of Mexico. They then turned back north at the mouth of the Arkansas River. They were growing increasingly wary, by, for by this point, they'd encountered many natives carrying European goods and were worried about a possible hostile encounter, not with the natives, but with explorers or colonists from Spain. Returning back to the mouth of the Illinois River, which friendly natives told them was a shorter route back to the Great Lakes, they followed it upstream and they turned up its tributary into the Des Plaines River near modern-day Joilette, Illinois. They portaged their canoes and gear at the Chicago portage, thus becoming the first Europeans to winter in what would become the city of Chicago. And as welcome guests of the Illinois Confederation, the explorers were feasted en route and fed ceremonial foods such as sagamite, a Native American stew. Finally, they followed the Chicago River downstream until they reached Lake Michigan, which is near the location of modern-day Chicago. Father Marquette stayed at the mission of St. Francis Xavier at the southern end of Green Bay. And Joilette returned to Quebec to relate the news of their discoveries. Marquette in particular is now memorialised by various statues, monuments and historical markers along the route. And the maps that he created will become invaluable for generations of explorers and pioneers. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the, the story of the evangelist Amy McPherson who suddenly disappeared in California on May the 18th, 1926. I hope you enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you have time at www.pogp.net. If you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.